Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, so we've been doing Trust and Believe for a while now, and I'm so excited, and I do need your help. No, I'm not asking you for money, so don't even think it's about to go there. What I really want you to do is go on iTunes and please, 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 please leave a review. Not just, you know, a review because I want you to say how great you're liking it. I want you to leave a review because I also want you to tell me what you like and what you want more of. So please go to iTunes or whatever podcast app you have. Definitely iTunes and leave a review. And then I'm going to ask you one more thing, which I usually don't do. Please share this on your social media because I really believe that people want to succeed and they want to feel that their life is worth it and you never know who's out there going through something that just needs a little bit more motivation so thank you very much keep it strong keep digging deep and most importantly keep trusting and believing in who you are and now it's time for the show previously on trust and believe so every day i want you to consciously walk around and if you say something like i'm fat would you tell your best friend they're fat if you say you know i'm lazy would you tell your best friend they're lazy you know and helping them mentally correct those that negative programming they have about themselves. And as they start to do that, they are in a healthier place and they naturally do better at eating healthy. They naturally do better of wanting to make that time for themselves to work out as they start to love themselves and improve how they think and feel about themselves. They naturally gravitate to living a healthier lifestyle. And of course they always have the tools. I give them the tools, but they can get them everywhere. Like Drew said, you can get a million meal plans and workouts, but if you really don't start by loving yourself and the emotional aspect, that's where the motivation wanes. And that's why people are always like, I can't stick with it. And I'm like, it's because you're not loving who you are. And now, Shanti's Trust and Believe. Oh my goodness. I am so excited about today's podcast. Because we're taking trust and believe to a whole new level. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm a very creative person. And when I get excited about something, I know it's something that we are all going to benefit from. So today, we are talking about cleaning out your soul. And I know you hear the music. But music... It's something I'm so passionate about. And you'll hear 
In the beginning of this podcast, we're going to talk about music, but it takes a turn that is so inspiring. And it's going to help you get the tools that you need to once again trust and believe in yourself and how to push you further so that you can always feel cleansed. And even in those times where the internal you feels just a little bit tainted and you feel a little bit down and maybe just a little bit depressed, this is going to help you get through that. But also, even when you think this episode is over, you have to stay just a little bit longer because, ladies and gentlemen, I got a treat for you. You know, I always always tell you to dig a little deeper and that there's always a reserve. And just when you think you have nothing else to give, you have a little bit more to give. Well, I'm giving you something that, to be very honest, I never really gave anybody before. But it's going to be good. So trust and believe 100% in who you are. If we can just inspire ourselves and inspire other people to believe in themselves, the ads that you have will become secondary and the life that you live will become number one. You have helped fitness become a lifestyle. lifestyle. You have the power in you. You, you can do it. do it. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Can I get a level? Can I get a level? Mic check, one, two. Level. Harmonize with me. Level. (laughs) One more time. Level. Did you go an octave above me? Do it again. Do it again. be so low. <laughs> you want to go high? I don't know. All right, let's go off. Of, let's go off of Jordan's. Let's go off of Jordan's level. All right. See, I knew. It. I knew if he started it, right? <laughs> that was good. I knew if Jordan started. Do it one more time. Do it again. So now that we spent a minute doing that. (laughs) But it brings up a very interesting point because music really cleanses my soul. It is... I mean, people are going to find us to be a little crazy. But sometimes when I hear music and music that I absolutely love and when I learn lyrics and music, it is so orgasmic to me. It's like equivalent to that natural That's high. deep. And, <laughs> and it's very deep. And like that that level of anything, you know, when I've taught class, te- you know, taught classes throughout, my, throughout my life or when I've been on stage dancing or like speaking at any point, like that is the thing, that feeling is the thing that takes me and makes me feel like I'm not a part of this world. And that's when I know that's when I'm like 100% sure that what I'm doing at that moment is 
is passion. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I feel like I'm in that moment, when I feel like I'm in that moment of passion, it is really cleansing to my soul. Yes. So my question today it, to you guys is, for you, what's the definition of clean, like having your soul cleansed? Because, you know, it's springtime mm-hmm. and people's clean out their closet right you know they do the spring cleaning and then they're ready to get the six pack abs for the beach (laughs) but I don't think I personally don't feel like any of that is sustainable or maintainable if your soul isn't cleansed let's get it so the question is what does it mean to have your soul cleansed or what's that feeling see I stumped you on that one didn't I yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could come in a lot of different ways, couldn't it? Are we talking about just musically? I don't care what it is. Like, what music for me is the... me Music and all the other things that I mentioned, that's the thing that is the catalyst to, like, you know, pressing a button to the washing machine. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that gets the water started yeah. and gets mm-hmm. it moving. But at some point, you have to go beyond that, right? Yes. You have to continue the process. Mm-hmm. Should we start with... Dealing with music per se, like that's fine. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think. Wow, that's a crazy question. Let me think. About, let me think about that for a second. I think music for me, and maybe you both share this feeling, but music for me has always been some a unique feeling I've never had with anything else. So it's something you experience, and I can't really describe and if you ask people what it makes them feel they can talk about general feelings but it's so unique to themselves because everyone has their own experience and we were talking about this before but you everyone goes on their own journey when listening to music mm-hmm. and I have a unique experience that neither you or Jordan have and that's my own and I, I, I'm the only one who has that no one else has that right but to, the fact that we all share at least some kind of feeling from music is crazy. So it's universal yet unique at the same time. Okay. This is a great freaking question. Can we curse on this? Yes. Okay. This is a great question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the world of Sean T, you need to be as authentic as you are to you because I don't judge because I don't have time. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't have the time. Oh, perfect. Um, oh, my God. So, spring cleaning musically is such an important... That's such a crazy thing because people are so affected by music, right? And you have artists who are putting out crazy songs these days, right? And these days are so much more important, especially at, from, as, a, as a black man living in New York City. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of police activity. You got a lot of political stuff happening, you know what I'm saying? So, like, music, I think, especially today, like, you know, I grew up in an R&B, hip-hop, you know, black community. So, yes, like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, music was the soundtrack to everybody's lives. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a point in, in music when I grew up on Neo Soul and, like, Boyz Men, Joe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I can't even list, I can't even begin to list all the, mm. the artists. And there was this just warm love for the black community that was so great at the time. And then now we've kind of like transformed into this really overly aggressive kind of 
rap community, like very overly confident kind of thing. And it's just too aggressive now. Every song has to have a level of like aggression to it in order for it to like resonate with the, the community or the audience. And I don't think it's necessary, honestly. I just, that type of songwriting, that type of song has its place, but it's not for everybody. And I, I, I think it's dominating music in general. So spring cleaning for me would be to one, recognize that that's happening and then figure out for yourself, like what is the music? What's the style that you want, that you want to hear? Because not everybody is about that life. You know what I'm saying? You got to really like look yourself in the mirror and be like, am I really that kind of person? Am I that type of, like maybe I do like listening to, who was the girl you were playing earlier? Alessia Cara. Right, exactly. So you, So basically you're saying, if you like a certain style of music, I mean, from what I'm hearing, because, you know, I hear aggressive music and it, you know, it might not, it might not, um, you know, touch me in any kind of way. But I think it comes down to the question is the question of why, like, why does this make me feel good? Because, you know, when these people do listen to it Mm -hmm. and they listen to it over and over again, you know, if they're in that aggressive state, there's something aggressive about their life. Yeah. I just happen, you know, there's there's a piece. It might not be like your present moment where it's like you might be happy, but to really be able to go into that aggression, like you had to have felt something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so. there had to be an experience where, you know, you felt that aggression. So in a sense, and I'm not, you know, I'm kind of challenging you in a sense, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but in a sense, I'm saying... That the person that's writing it and singing it and the person that's listening to it are connecting to it for whatever reason. But I just, I feel like the step further is to figure out why. Like, why am I connecting to that? I think people feel like they're, maybe, and this is like a more broader societal thing, but people always feel like they're being tested. Hmm. And so, like, as a result, the music is always this kind of like aggressive kind of like what you're talking about it's like it's aggressive because people feel like their tests like I'm going to get beyond this and it becomes this kind of cocky kind of confident is good but when it starts to transform into cockiness that's when you start to lose sense of like what you know who you are or like who you want to be and it's like it's just more of like a default it's an easy surface explanation of how to kind of make music or how to relate to music I think the spring cleaning should be let's get back to that soundtrack of your life yeah. of like when you like fell in love with music or when it was the soundtrack of like the days of like when like love and like all these like but don't you feel like too because if you're connected to aggression mm-hmm. that means there's something you haven't let go so hmm. the soundtrack of your life might very well include the aggressive Music or the aggressive time because if you haven't tapped into that time or something that's making you aggressive or making you angry, it's never ever going to go away. Mm-hmm. And to just try to live in the moments of love, that means you're putting a band aid on what, what you really need to attack. Right, 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 right. I mean, and that's and that's that's what spring cleaning is about. It's yeah. like what is getting in your way, like what is blocking you from being able to move forward. One thing that I can cite as like a reason for why. Uh, why that's happening because I think you asked why why is that there and I think it's literally it's a combination of a bunch of different things but one thing I can identify with is the idea that these ideas get um, passed down to us from 
uh, older members of our family, older members of our community. So as a kid, you see your older brother or your older cousin doing something mm-hmm. that, you know, and t- for today's day and age would be a little aggressive or, you know, um, superficial, you know, looking for, that, you know, just having sex. It's like over-sexualized um, kind of like music or uh, over whatever, just glorifying like, you know, wealth. It's not even wealth. It's just riches. You know what I mean? Because wealth is just a whole other level of something else. Right. And so, um, so you have that. I think that's the reason why it is the way that it is. It's just kind of passed down, I think. Hmm. Unnecessarily. And like no one is around today to facilitate a better conversation. No one is taking the lead and saying, because you know what? The people who take the lead are just not popular. It's like, they're very important. They're the teachers. They're our, the people who are thinking with the right mind state and stuff like that. But it's never going to be popular because it's, you know, nobody wants to hear positivity. It's not attractive. Mm. Yeah. Sadly. It's but let's not, take this to yeah. let's take this to a a, a, a human level mm-hmm. in a sense because I mean what do what does someone need to do to be able to right. tap into that space Oof. to be able to like to like what Raw said is to make to start to create the soundtrack of soundtrack of your life. Mm-hmm. But what if it's not really about music? Like yeah. what is what is the soundtrack of your life if you had to get rid of music? Like what are you saying to yourself in your own head? Because that's the real soundtrack. Because you know, while music like I said, while music takes me to this place of like, oh my gosh, I can't even understand it. The the song, I can, you know, I can only put a song on repeat until I go to sleep. Right. And you know what I'm saying, but what am I talking about? What am I talking about to myself? Like, how do you yeah. clean your soul when you're having a conversation mm-hmm. in your own head? Because music is going to give us, you know, it's like a therapist. It's just yeah. like I tell people, I'm like, I can only talk to you for so long, but because if un- unless you believe it, number one, and then believe you, mm-hmm. actually believe you, number one. Mm-hmm. Then everything I'm everything I'm saying is doing exactly what we don't want, which is going in one ear and right out the other. Yeah. So what are you saying to yourself, and how is that <sighs> staying on the inside of you? Now, Ross, since you came up with the soundtrack of your life, <laughs> you tell me what, what's 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 the soundtrack going on in your life right now in your own head? Like, what music are you creating in that head of yours? Hmm. It's funny. <laughs> uh, it's funny when I got out here, I realized. Like my emotions and my experiences with you and Scott and everything we've done out here, there's a soundtrack here. Like even stepping outside and hearing the silence of like the desert a little bit, it was kind of like, oh, this is a familiar sound that I relate to my experiences with you guys out here. So that's currently what's happening right now. But in terms of like my own soundtrack, I think um wait let me let me get yeah. the contrast of that, so yeah. you say that's the soundtrack here, yeah. so what soundtrack is happening in New York City? It's a cacophony of like crazy sounds, and I'm just trying to find a little bit of like I'm always just trying to find a little bit of this desert sound in New York, <laughs> like trying to find like live in the, you live in a space where it's like there's so many different cultures and so many different people, and it's obviously very like business oriented and 
there's a lot of corporatism in New York, but like you have to find a certain like peaceful soundtrack within yourself. So what is that? For me, it's like now I've been I've kind of initiated this process of every Saturday I like kind of turn my phone off. I kind of just like go out. I have brunch by myself. I do things where I'm just like Jack Jordan. You get the boot on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> He, he texts me and I'm like, oh, nope, not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want some company? No, no. no. I like that's something that that's actually something that's, that's been real. new in my life for the past year, two years. It's like knowing when to find time for myself. Cleansing tip number one: know when to find time for yourself. And it's funny because I was talking to my tennis pro today, and I don't know how it came up, but he was just saying that he was just like, you know, I love my girlfriend. I'm around all the time, but sometimes I just need, you know time by myself and like people don't really understand how important that is even if you don't realize you need it you have like because if the soundtrack in your head is constantly coming from outside sources then you can't get to the bottom of the problem Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so that's tip number one for you know cleaning out your soul like finding time for yourself and there's a lot of people who are like, you know, I have kids, or I'm a single parent, or... And I... I well, I'm, I can say I get it. I don't have kids yet. But I get it in a sense of I'm always busy. Right. But let me say, you, trust and believe. I'm like, here's a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Exactly. Because you will internally combust yeah. if you don't find that moment mm-hmm. to, to start. So yeah. track number one. <laughs> track number one. It's fine time for yourself. I love that. All right. So we're building a playlist. We're here. building a playlist. <laughs> I like this. Jordan, give me another. Give me the next. Oh, you don't no. have to give me the next song, but yeah. do you have a response? I should say. Um, uh, no, I don't know. I, I love that. Uh, I can maybe add to that. Um, I think I think I, I agree with that. Like, I, I would go running and... When I run, or even when I clean the house, is when I find time to, for my brain to catch up with conversations and things like that. Because living in New York, it's the soundtrack of New York for me is in the tone of conversations through emails. It's this chatter. It's noise mm. that's happening all the time. It's not like MC Light. Like MC Light said, do you know what she said? What she say? Ah. Uh, Da, 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 and just chit chit chatter. Oh, I gotta get that song. Um, oh, MC like something like she says. All I hear, something in my ears just ch- just chit chatter. And you know she's from New York. So yeah, anyway, go. That's exactly it. And and I agree with Ross. Like that, it's true. Like that's the same thing that's happening with me. Like even you know I'm I'm I I write a lot of like you know I'm writing scripts in the daytime and like there's lots of conversations happening and I'm in the middle of like 40 different conversations you know what I'm saying and like it's hard for me to keep up and then to have an honest thought for myself where I can where inspiration comes from me and it's not some residual conversation I've had with some promoter or some like artist or something you know what I mean like that's so important for me as a writer to have conversation that comes from my point of view mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so yeah coming out like finding time for myself is so crucial especially since I'm a writer you know so yeah coming out here is like so I think I think track number two or mm-hmm. tip number two mm-hmm. so tip number one is find time for yourself 
tip number two and track number two mm-hmm. is to separate the chit chatter. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like once you find that time for yourself, because when you go into a place where you are by yourself, the minute you go into that space, why do you feel, why are you going into the space where you need time by yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, tell me, what's the number one reason you're going into that space? Or you need to clarity. go into that space. Right, and you need to find clarity because you're overwhelmed and you're overwhelmed because you have a lot going on. So actually, when you go to the space where you feel alone, Mm -hmm. you need to then separate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all the Mm chit-chatter because that's where the stress comes from. The stress comes from the overwhelming feeling, but Mm -hmm. if you take... If you take one email and then a conversation you had at the restaurant and then a conversation you had with... You know, a colleague, if you separated them out and they didn't become connected, mm-hmm. you can deal with it a lot easier. So, it's number two, you, you have to treat this, it's like a pie. You know, <laughs> when you go in there, you got to slice the pie, cut it into yeah. different pieces so that you can figure out, okay... And that's where portion control comes in. Don't mm. get me started. Well, what people, <laughs> that, the thing is, what people don't realize, or maybe they do realize, but... We were talking about this a little bit in the car. It's like they by give, letting allowing myself to have time for myself, I will be a more effective person for you later on. Yeah. Yes, and 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 with that said, so give me my space. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, that brings me to number three. <laughs> I just got to keep going, and that brings me to number three, the third track, third tip. Is, um, oh man, I just had it. <laughs> oh, it's more, it's about not letting people take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Because if you need to ask for space, if you need, to, if you get like that overwhelming feeling comes from, you have to take these different pieces of the pot and you have to address them. Mm-hmm. Because if you are that person out there or Look, it's happened to me plenty of times in my life, and I'm just like, I'm not letting it happen no more. Mm-hmm. Like, that you give and you give and you give, mm-hmm. and people want to take and take and take and take, yeah. and you give and give and give and give, and they want to take and take and take and take, yeah. but you have to know your threshold. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you don't know, if you don't know your threshold, then people yeah. will take advantage of you. And some people don't know they're taking advantage of you. Yeah. You're just... You're, you're just making yourself so available. Yeah, right? exactly. You got to take care of home first before you can take care of anybody else. Right. It's so true. Cleaning your closet. I've been doing this <laughs> thing where I, like people will be like, well, are you available? Um, you know, Sunday at six o'clock. I'll be like, yes, but no. You know, like, <laughs> I'm available like, for myself that day. Like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to spend time for myself. Like, but I'm honest with them about it. And they're like, okay, well, that's the standard. That's the expectation. And then when I come back and I, whether it's work or it's something where, you know, spending time with them or whatever it is, I am fully replenished. Mm-hmm. I am fully mm-hmm. refreshed. So that's really real, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when you keep it real with somebody like that, I think it's really important, especially when you're dealing with a lot of different people, because we have different levels of relationships, different types of relationships with different type of pe- different types of people and it's hard for us to balance, you know, like it sounds crazy but some of us have shadier relationships with other people. Mm. Some of us have clear clearer channels of 
communication and dialogue with other people. Like me and Ross, our shit is like super clear. You know what I'm saying? I feel very confident when I talk to Ross. I don't feel the same way when I speak to other people. You know what I'm saying? And back home. And like, it's important that we keep it 100. Like, I try to keep it 100 with like mm-hmm. the majority of people because, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me to keep up this facade mm. of who I should be. Is like draining. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like you I can't. Just can't. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it 100 across the board. Otherwise, you're just going to be drained trying to be yep. somebody else for different people for no reason. So that makes me pose a question before we take a quick break. Okay. Are you a yes but no person, or are you a no but yes person? We'll be right back. <laughs> I trust and believe. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, what's up, everybody? Exciting news. Tears for Transformation. My first book is now available for pre-sale at SeanTFitness.com slash book. You know, 10 years ago when I came out with Hip Hop Abs, my three T's were tilt, tuck, and tighten. And today, 10 years later, I can now say that my three T's are truth, trust, and transparency. And when you have truth, trust, and transparency, you can achieve your transformation. So go pre-order your book today at shantifitness.com slash book, and I will let you know when I'm on my book tour in a city near you. And as I always say, trust and believe in who you are. Again, go to shantifitness.com slash book to pre-order yours today. Now back to Shanti's Trust and Believe. All right. So there's the question. (laughs) Are you a yes but no? Are you a no but yes? Wow. Like what? Give me an example. Mm Mm-hmm. Ask me to do something for you. Dude, can you get me some coffee? Yes. But in my mind, I don't really want to. <laughs> can you go get me coffee? No. No. And I mean no. Yeah. And the no but yes. And the no but yes is like just knowing when to say no. Mm-hmm. And you really mean... No, like you're staying committed to it. Yeah. Because the yes but no, like saying yes when you really mean no, it's is only gonna it's only gonna like you're not you we're here trying to clean out your closet and you're just putting more dirty clothes yeah. in there. Oh, but man. if your no is true, yeah, is true, it's like no and here's the why, mm-hmm. then you know, that's the no but yes. It's like I'm committed to the saying no for that. I mean and of course right. there's a yes, yes, right? Yeah. There's like yes okay. I want to and yes I want to do it. Exactly. But when is your no the yes for you? Right. Mm-hmm. I know that's a that's really deep, but mm-hmm. I think y'all get it. I love it. I, I would say like I'll put it on the table. I am definitely a yes. I say yes to everybody. <laughs> and then I end up regretting it afterwards. Because I do a lot of, I, I do some like music production and then I do film production and stuff like that. So, and I'm very versatile on the computer. So, everything I do is very fast. 
And so people see how fast I can like produce work. I can do an edit for them or do whatever it is. And they end up saying, can you just do this? It'll only take you 15 minutes. Can you just do this? We'll just shoot this in like two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Or like whatever. And I end up saying yes to everything. But then I know there's such a, there's so much wear and tear Mm. on my behalf and because I'm smiling throughout the process, people are like, oh, yeah, it's easy. It's a pleasurable experience for them. But for me, I go home and I cry. <laughs> Not yeah. really. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like hurt. Well, it's, it's almost like the, it's, it's almost like the, you know, when people are doing my workouts, you know, I'm constantly telling them like every second counts, like every second counts. So even if you need to take a break, where's your thought process to be able to jump back in? Right. right. And so you have to do that for your life. In order to cleanse your soul, you have to understand that every second that you live on this earth counts. So when you say yes to somebody, when you really mean no, you know, that's not fulfilling your soul. And it's not to say no because you just want to say no because you mean like when anything goes into the threshold and I talk about this threshold and your threshold is when it becomes an hindrance, when something becomes a hindrance to you. That's when you start to move into the red zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to know how to stay out of the red zone. Yeah. Furthermore, to add to that, when you say no, you build equity. And respect. And respect. Mm-hmm. The more you say no to things, it's like your time, your energy becomes that much more valuable. Yeah, And people, then it's like this coveted, like, well, when can I get it? And then when you finally do give in or give or you know produce the service or whatever it is it's just so much it's worth so much more yeah i mean the question is do you want to give a hundred percent because you've you you're able to give a hundred percent or do you want to give eighty percent because you gave twenty percent to somebody Mm -hmm. else right and jordan's being just to rewind a little bit jordan's being modest what and this is a good kind of uh, Did you just say he wasn't keeping it real? <laughs> because that's what it sounded like well, to me. No, no, he's keeping I mean, it real, but he's being modest about what. what no, he I want you to be. say it. Say it like you mean it. Shout it's, it out, Wendy he, Williams hashtag. Jordan, and this is this is a this is a major, um, I think, controversy. A lot of people have, including you, and maybe I'm the same way. I don't know, but from afar, objectively, it's like Jordan likes, loves, has a passion for facilitating. The passion of others. Mm. Yeah. So when someone comes to him and says, "Can you help me with this? This is my dream, yeah. or whatever it is," he can't deny it. No, <laughs> because it's like, how can you? It's like a little kid saying, "Like, can you get me a cupcake at the cupcake store?" It's like, oh, of course I'm going to get you a fucking cupcake. You're a little kid, yeah. and I want you to like live out your dreams. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing, but at the same time, what service are you doing for that person? If you're only giving them that 20%, even though you want to facilitate their dreams, you have to, sometimes you just have to be real. It's like, you have to just be like, I can't be the fully capable individual I need to be for you to help you realize your goals or dreams or help you in your way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can, but that's the thing. And so, but you know what though, that's always that controversy people have. It's like. You he, you see someone like who's great like I mean like we, you know we're in artist development and management and all that stuff so you see someone on the subway and they're like they're a great singer and you kind, there's a party that always wants to help them yeah. you want to be like come to my studio yeah, yeah like come on like let's go let's get it in but 
What? What's this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but like, what service are you doing for them if you're only if you're spread so thin? You know, like. Yeah. But you're you're kind of lured in by the passion of helping others. It's true. And just, uh, you know, I have a very interesting story. So I was on a subway one time in New York, obviously. Well, I know the cities have subways, but... And I was going from 42nd Street to Grand Central Station. I was taking the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was going... It was vice versa. I was going from um, Grand Central Station to 42nd Street. And so I got on this train. And this girl, like this, you know, there's always people singing on the subway. I mean, always. And some people, you're like, you know, they're cute. You know, it's good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you walk away and you have no recollection of them. Yeah. Yeah. But this girl, oh, my gosh. Y'all, like, I was, I didn't get off the train. (laughs) Wow. I rode the train back. Wow. And rode the train back again. Wow. And I gave her, like, I don't know, something like $25. Wow. Because... You know, so when so I'm only saying that because I I'm I hear what you're saying in a sense of you want to help people. Like if I could have, mm-hmm. like I have this burning desire to be like I've not I know nothing. Of, I mean I know a lot about music. I know nothing about music production. I can't give you a record deal, but <laughs> what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what can I do for you? And it's 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 magnetic. Like I so I think I understand where you're like. I'm telling you right now, if you would have heard this girl sing. You probably know her. I don't know. You remember her name? I don't know. She. I didn't ask her her name. I was like, I'm not getting involved. Here's yeah. your $25. Yeah. But she was so unbelievable. And most yeah. of the time, people get off the train and they just kind of like walk past. And you'll see a couple people give like a dollar. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's a black girl. She, she was like, you know, she was very urban. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And and while New York City is very is definitely progressive... I mean, mo- most of the train was filled with, you know, Corporate. white men in business suits with the black, baby blue shirt and the navy blue pants, you know. Mm-hmm. And they usually just walk off. I've never, ever in my life seen this many people going home from work trying to make it to the, to wait in a line to give somebody money from singing on a train. Wow. It was... I was like, if she doesn't have a record deal, I like, I just would be interested to know where she is today. But wow. anyway, that I just know that I can understand that desire that yeah. you have. But I have that for everyone. I think I meet too. But you just, you know, my friend Dale told me eight years ago, more than eight years ago now, <clears throat> ten years ago, <clears throat> he eleven years ago. He's just like, you know, Shanti, you can't let people get too close to you. And I didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. But I think it means, and this is for people obviously listening, it's like you might have the burning desire to want to help everybody. Right. But in order to help everyone, you have to make sure it stays within your zone of giving. That's what, hmm. that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like your zone of giving is the thing that's going to help them the most. Yeah. It's like that. So... Like, I could only give this girl $25 because, you know what, I was busy that day. Like, while I would have loved to have been like, whatever, you know, I can't ride a train one more time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, for people, it's like, it has to be within the zone of your giving because the minute you go into that threshold, you start to go into red zone. And that's when you get the chit chatter. And that's why you have to find time to be by yourself so that you can actually bring all this together. But I think you're going to say something. But let me ask you. What's do you feel, Sean? 
for the listeners out there. Do you feel that you know that that threshold? Absolutely. I absolutely know the threshold. How did, how did you come about that? Because for me, it become, I just don't have clarity in my thoughts. Like, so here's, here's the first time I really was able to realize when someone's, when I'm going into the red zone where I'm not able to really help through helping. Mm -hmm. And that is when I went to teach a class one day and I was stressed throughout the class. Because when I go to teach a dance class or a fitness class, I'm on a whole, I'm on another level. Like I'm back at that orgasmic state. Like it's like sex to me. I am like in it to win it. There's nothing. There's nothing that can get in the way of what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm in the middle of a class, like teaching a dance class or your fitness class or whatever, and I'm affected by outside sources because that is the place that is like shielded. Like that is my, that's my shield. Like nothing can get inside of that room because, Mm -hmm. because there's too many people in there that need me at that time. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So when outside sources creep into that. So to answer your question, that's when I started to realize what the feeling was. So I was able to also recognize it outside of that space. And when I just don't have clarity in my thoughts, when I'm just unhappy for no reason, there's something, you know, and it, it might not be there yet. So then that's when I started to feel it. But now... Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> now, I just like, I try my best. Like, of course it happens, you know, because we're human. But I try my best. Like, I know, like, I see, and people are going to like completely disagree with this. And I, I truly don't care. Mm-hmm. The minute you become a hindrance to my life in a way that I can no longer repair, I say peace to the O-U-T. And yeah. I mean it. Like, I... Like, I don't just keep... I'm not keeping you around just out of GP, you know, for general purpose. Like, I'm not keeping you... You know what I'm saying? What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, you know what? I wish you the best. I know you're going to succeed. But we no longer need to have this communication. Mm -hmm. Any conversations. No, no, no. (laughs) This ain't no conversation. It's not... This ain't no conversation. It's not a negotiation. I just got to get the hell out of Dodge. And that's how I look at it. But people are so afraid. And you know what? Today, I was... You know, I always read my Facebook comments or any posts. And some woman was like, you know... You know, I I wrote something about... Oh, I said, um, if you don't... If someone doesn't believe in you, it doesn't really matter. You just have to always like believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said, because no one can believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And if they do, you know, you have to kind of reset or whatever. And someone was like, well, that's why I left my husband. Because oh. she's like, that's why I left my first husband, because he didn't believe in me. And it, I think she was saying how it started to make her not believe in who she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so wow. anyway, to answer your question, I just don't... I, I just don't have the time. Yeah. Like, and I've said that before, but like, who has the time? Like, look, I am 37 years old. And while a lot of people might look at that and be like, oh my God, you're young, you're a baby. I don't look, I don't feel like that. Like, yeah. cause I am in the present space mm-hmm. and the present space is the most important space. So if you are tainting my space, I got to move you out of my space. Or I got to move out of the same space that you're mm-hmm. in. Next, mm-hmm. keep going. But, is- <laughs> mm-hmm. but with that, with that said, <laughs> is it, you know, Maybe it's not about just who, like, who to choose or, or, I'm sorry, 
maybe it's it's about how to effectively help people. So it's like it's not like like I'm sure so many people could come up to you and be like, I need you in my life every day. Could you call me and motivate me? Could you could we work out together? Could we dance together? Whatever it is. But you can't that's not effective. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a best it's way not to a do possibility. It. But there's a way in which you can So the way I do it is like you know, I do it through social, I try to answer a few questions every day, right. Snapchat, people write me, I try my best to respond, to send a picture or something. Because that is what I can do. But, I mean, you know, I do get emails that, you know, can I get a free program or can I get this? Which requires me to go to somebody else and ask. And if I have to ask somebody else for something for you, for the most part, that's where I block it off. Like, that's not, I don't. Like, I'm, if someone's like, you know how you said when you come out to my house, mm-hmm. Jordan was like, when I come out to your house, people are always like, can you say hi to Sean T for me? And he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't tell me if anyone said hi, unless it was like somebody I know, because he's like, and you know what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. very smart of you. Not because I don't want to say hi back, but that's not why you came here. Exactly. Like, you came here for you and yeah. our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I think it's hard to explain that without sounding like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I know that's it, but it's really real. Like you can't spend even me relaying a, a simple message of like a hey to from somebody else to you is just it's just time that I don't want to spend mm. because if mm. I'm doing it on this level, it why why don't I do it on a grander level? And right. then you know what I'm saying. For that matter, why not just fly my boys out here to spend time with yeah, us? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just be yeah. like, when Sean come to New York, we're going to kick yeah, it. Yeah, we all going to... No. I get that. And, and you know, so everyone has a different level of what time means to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Time for you is like, no, I'm not taking the 3.5 seconds to say, hey, Sean T. Joe said what's up. Because I'm going to be like, who's Joe? And you're going to be like, this person. And you know me. I'm going to be like, well, what do they look like? Where yeah. they from? <laughs> and yeah. then that's like five minutes. I got to look at a YouTube or who they are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, I just I just don't have the time. <laughs> so like, so, so I'm saying to the people listening and to us, I'm talking to myself too. Yeah. It's like, your time is yours. Yes. And the thing is, the beautiful thing about this entire situation is no one can tell you what to do with your time. time. No matter how, you know, it goes back to a question I always ask, is the risk worth the reward? You know, do you risk not doing this because you want to feel good or do you risk doing this in the possibility that you're going to feel bad? And, and, And people, you know, we were talking in the car. People put such, they put a higher stamp a higher, not stamp, I guess stamp or, or uh, man. Like a standard? Higher standard? Higher standard, you can fix the word, on physical illness than mental illness. Mm. You know, it's, it's more important. Like, people say physical illness is more important than mental illness. And when I say mental illness, I say, because Ross was saying, you know, we were driving up, and he was like, you know, he was talking to someone, and he was like, I just... I told them I'm not getting involved in this because I'm out here for me. Mm-hmm. But if you would have said, I'm about to go to the hospital because I have the flu, then people are like, oh my God, I hope you feel better. And they don't bother you, right? right? But because you're not physically ill, they don't understand that you have to mentally be in, you have to mentally be in an amazing space in order to move forward. And yes. this, is what, this is what trust and believe is all about. Like your mental capacity, like what... They, it's just as important as how physically, you know, strong you are. And yep. if you don't take care of that, and everything we're talking about, spring cleaning happens in the mind. Everything. Because it starts with the mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. I mean, you know, we we do production. We do I do vocal production. Uh, we we both do vocal production and we meet with different singers, talented talented singers. And so I'll suggest a, a, a certain type of line to sing and I'll do a note and it sounds high in my voice because I guess when I sing my voice sounds high as an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. But then for a girl, it sounds too high to them. And then they get like freaked out and they're like, wow, I can't really hit those notes. And I'm like, first of all, you have to believe yeah. that you have the ability. You have to believe that, that you're fully capable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it all, it's, it's, I'd say it's 95% mental and 5% physical. Yeah, ideal singing like everything. Yeah, that's mental. a good thing. Yeah, I would say that, and also, but that, it's interesting that you said that. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I always make it clear that whether it's mental fitness or physical fitness, it all starts from the neck up. Because if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're not 100 mentally stable, like you can only get so far with your physicality. But as soon as your mind goes, it's a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can take people who have struggled. Through physical disability, and I've, I've, I think I either listened to a story or read a story. It was a podcast or something where some guy was in a wheelchair for years and didn't talk because of some disorder, but he mentally stayed strong. And eventually, wow. one day, he was able to talk. And it comes from the mind. Like it was wow. like, I think the dad was saying how I think it was on a Death, Sex, and Money podcast. I can't remember, but. Mm. I remember, I think it was the dad that was explaining that for all these years, we didn't think that he even knew, could comprehend what we were saying. And all this time, they were. Your mind is so important. And when your mind starts to go, your body's going to follow. That's where everything, you get that feeling of compressing, like your whole life is, is, is falling on you. And you have to find time to yourself to get rid of the chit chatter mm. so that you can you know you can have portion control with who comes up to you so you don't give too much of yourself mm-hmm. so you can know your threshold mm-hmm. and that go. is how you cleanse and get spring cleaning <laughs> for the soul this is trust and believe with Sean T Ross Michaels and Jordan, Jordan Batiste, Batiste. <laughs> peace to the O-U-T Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mm. I mean, we were just talking about 
cleansing your soul. Because when you cleanse your soul, you can find a new beginning for yourself. And every day, we clean the dishes, we clean our clothes. But for some reason, cleaning our internal selves always, always, always takes a back seat. And in order, in order for you to live and to be able to thrive at your highest capacity, the inside of you has to stay pure, and it has to stay pure by your own doing. Mm. So don't just clean out your closet this spring. I want you to clean, clean so. that you can feel whole. And if you feel whole, mm, 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 then every day you can wake up feeling like you belong. And I'm not talking about belonging to anybody else. Because the only person that you need to belong to is you. Because anything outside of you, oh my goodness, is a bonus. But who is it a bonus for? It's a bonus for them. You gotta clean your soul. gotta clean mm. to feel whole just clean your soul and you will find a way to succeed because right now see the thing right now is that it feels tough it doesn't feel tangible you don't feel like you can reach it But if you clean that internal you, patience will ensue and you will find it. But how are you going to find it? Oh my goodness, how are you going to find it? Well, that's what this is about. It's about the trust and the belief you have for you. is that you can do it and you will 
sexy. I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget, aka NC Fit Club on Instagram, Alex Colorado, my lovely production manager. They do a great job with loving up on the podcast and making sure that it gets out to you so that we can all stay motivated and relevant. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Check, check, one, two, three, check. For more support, visit me at facebook.com slash Fitness. Same on Instagram and Twitter. Or visit me at shantifitness.com for more support and more motivation.